My 2021 word is live. It's an acronym that stands for leap out of my comfort zone, intentionally move forward, vigorously follow my goals and encourage others to find success. While I've been working towards success in all four areas, I seem to push my encouragement of others into giving of myself and doing whatever people need. I love helping people succeed and get more comfortable, accomplish goals, and do anything they want more support for. Because I actually love giving so much, I have to look at myself and think, do I give because I want to help others or do I give because I feel good doing it? When giving is more about you than the other person, it becomes selfish. Selfish generosity is a sneaky thing and it's important to do self-checks to ensure that you're giving in a healthy way. Welcome to Candidly Creative, a bi-weekly podcast from Creatively Caitlin that focuses on open, honest conversations. If you like what you hear, follow me on Instagram at creatively underscore Caitlin, or head to my website, www.caitlinnorum.com. This week's episode is all about selfish generosity, and I have to tell you, the past month I have been able to step out of giving of myself and focus on what I needed in my life. But unfortunately, that meant that I didn't have time to get this podcast out. So I apologize for it being a month late. To preface everything of this episode, I'm not sharing this story in an effort to say, look how amazing I am. I'm using this situation I'm about to tell you as an example of when I do need to self-check my giving. One of my friends recently had to put her dog down. The dog had cancer and she had been doing worse over the past couple of weeks and my friend was going to Mexico for a trip and was going to be gone for an entire week. As her dog was needing more care and more attention and the trip was getting closer and closer, she decided it was best to put her down before she went to Mexico. She not only allowed me to take some beautiful photos of her sweet girl before she crossed the rainbow bridge, but she also asked me to be there for the in-home procedure of putting her down. It was a very special gift to be brought into that very private situation, and I truly appreciate my friend for letting me be there for her. We had spoken a few days prior about how she just wanted to be able to, you know, come home from Mexico to a clean house and not have all of her puppy's things just everywhere in the kennel, and just the conversation repeated the same concepts, and the proverbial light bulb just went off in my head. I can totally do that. One of the biggest things that I have before I travel is that I want my house to be clean. Why? Well, because after I've relaxed all weekend or for a week, being away from home in the most beautiful hotels, the last thing I want to see when I come home is chaos. So I decided to just start out with the goal of gathering all of her dog items and moving them downstairs and just cleaning up a bit of the room. And it actually became a bit of a mini makeover. It just seemed to make more sense to redo her room a little bit, add a few more storage solutions, and have her come back to a place that was relaxing and warm and inviting. And it felt amazing being able to do something like this for someone who had been working so hard and dealing with her dog's cancer and fighting for survival for months. I was thrilled to be able to do something nice for her. And of course, everyone kept telling me how amazing it was that I was doing that and how nice I am. And while the attention isn't really comfortable for me, I don't love it, 
I certainly liked hearing that people found my normal activity and the things that I do for my friends impressive. But then you, I had to start questioning myself, is my giving really more selfish than good? And turns out there's a term for it, selfish generosity. Sometimes it's done subconsciously and other times it's out of habit. So what do you do? Just never do nice things for others? Of course not. But you can check yourself to see if you're being motivated by selfish reasons or actually just being generous. Start with checking yourself for martyr syndrome. Martyrs give a lot, even too much of themselves, but they sure love to make sure that everyone knows it. The problem is, if you're always busy helping others and getting the emotional satisfaction that you need from them, you don't focus on what's lacking in yourself. Thankfully, while I am a borderline martyr and several points ring true, I do tend to lack boundaries and I definitely overextend my time and resources. I always force myself to focus inward. And whether that's taking time for myself on a weekend or saying, tonight I'm just at home, I'm not doing anything besides what I need to do. I know that I need to take care of myself, give what I can, but not in a way that becomes unhealthy. So check, check, maybe I'm close to being a martyr, but that's not what's happening here. So what's the next thing? The next pitfall is people-pleasing. And Lord knows, I am definitely a people-pleaser. It's mostly unconscious for most people, but it still lives in the realm of selfishness. People-pleasers tend to feel that they need to please the people around them to actually be worthy of the attention and love they get. The concept of belonging thrives within people-pleasers, and they will do literally anything and everything to fit in and help. Ultimately, it's really all about you and how you feel the need to give, how you fit in, how you will be loved. So what do you do if you're a people pleaser and you genuinely want to help? Well, you have to constantly remind yourself that it's really just not about you. If they don't give you even a thank you, is it going to be okay? You wanted to help. You did. End of story. And I get it's incredibly difficult to adjust to that thought process, but... Realizing that you are worthy of receiving their friendship, their love, their affection, their attention, just because of who you are, is vital. It's not about what you do. You're giving to them because you care for them. Not because it's about if I do this, they're going to therefore care for me. So in this situation, while I'm a people pleaser for the most part, this wasn't one of those things. So I'm still great. I was excited that both of my self-checks so far have been cleared. Another form of selfish generosity comes in the form of flutters. Flutters give more than anyone else. They are the ones that always pay for lunch. They're always willing to wake up in the middle of the night and give you a ride, to gift you things, to take care of things. They flood you with gifts, assistance, and generosity and with no room to breathe. Usually, the person receiving ends up feeling guilty about being flooded with things because it feels unbalanced. It leads to feeling like you owe that person something or that there's an inadequacy within you. Imagine having a rich best friend, someone who can afford to spend thousands of dollars a day without blinking. And it's awesome to be taken on trips, to not have to pay for going out on the town, to getting those awesomely fitting jeans that awesomely did not fit into your budget but eventually you feel like you're using them. You know they're better off than you financially and that you should owe them so much, but you can't afford to. And 
it might feel like it's being lorded over you, even unintentionally. Flutters often just need an honest conversation to understand that you don't want to be their sugar baby. You want to be there for them and treat them when you can, but maybe it's not to the same degree. It's what you can give. But if you're a flutter yourself, how do you even stop that? You love helping your friends and want to help them participate in the things that they wouldn't normally be able to. You like being able to treat them. But reevaluate why you're doing it. Are you lonely and want to ensure your friends will stick around? Are you wanting to experience things in life and want a partner to do it with? Maybe look at how you can go back and forth. Yes, it might not be equivalent financially or in some regard, but it might be emotionally more rewarding. For example, for me, yeah, having dinner out at a fancy restaurant can be super fun. But going over to a friend's for a homemade meal, wine, and streaming is honestly more rewarding and amazing to me. The fact that they would invite me to their home and cook a meal to me is giving more than someone taking me to a restaurant and paying for my meal. The next form of selfish generosity that we'll talk about is the business givers. Some people give like they are shopping, that it's a business transaction. They give to stock up on rewards to eventually cash in on. If they take you out for dinner, you best believe that that next dinner is on you. Their generosity is based on the concept of scarcity and value. For example, I helped you move your five-bedroom house. So now you have to help me move the new couch that I purchased and my apartment and, and, and. It's calculating and selfish. These ones are typically easier to notice because it's pretty obvious. You know when the business giving is happening. You know when you're expected to return the favor. So what do you do? If you find yourself expecting something in return, realize that you may not get what you want. If you're not willing to give knowing that you're getting nothing in return, no recognition, no repeat, no payback, nothing, then you shouldn't be giving. So, okay, I may be a little selfish when I give, but how do I change that? And the truth is, I don't honestly think that you can. The idea that generosity is pure good and selfishness is pure evil isn't realistic. You have to draw boundaries and find the balance between selfishness and generosity to be even able to give the way that your heart wants to, but also not feel drained or resentful or less than because of it. Find a way to lessen your automatic yes. You might feel obligated to be there for a friend who's having a really rough time, but maybe you're not mentally in a place to support them. You can choose to support them, but only give what doesn't drain you further. That might be a check-in text in the morning or a funny meme to brighten their day, but hanging out with them and hearing all the issues for hours is too much for you emotionally. Do what you can. Don't automatically assume you have to say yes to every whim that they ask you for. Next, look at your ego and its insecurities. Your generosity is not an obligation. You choose to give it. If your ego is driving it or insecurities that they won't be a part of your life anymore because you didn't say yes, you should probably say no. And technically, anything that gives you any sort of pleasure is selfish. There are several belief patterns that basically say that if you base any sort of generosity on feeling good about yourself for doing it, it's already selfish. It's an extreme thought, but that's the point. 
Just because there might be a little selfishness hidden in our motivation, what is the prevailing motivation? Are you giving from a place of fullness where you can give without draining yourself or having expectations of the other person or being able to consider what they feel like? Then you're doing great. Humans by nature are flawed and perfect just is not achievable. But if you do self-checks and make yourself aware of potential pitfalls, you can find the balance that your soul needs. So when you're about to be generous and when you're ready to give, ask yourself, do I feel that I have to give in order to be friends with that person? If I give and they don't reciprocate, will I feel upset? Is my generosity based on how it makes me feel and not about what the other person needs or wants? Does giving what they want or need make me incapable of giving what I need to myself? These simple questions can help you self-check yourself when you're trying to be generous. Giving is great, and trust me, I love being there for my friends and doing whatever I can for them. But there's always times where you need to set those boundaries, say no, and take care of yourself. If you like what you hear on this podcast, head over to my website, www.caitlinnorm.com, and sign up for my creative circle. My creative circle gets notifications of new episodes of the podcast, new blogs, and information that I know you'll love. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay creative.